Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a wonderful week. I have been busy, but that's not new. <laughs> um, today's episode is a bit different because it's actually a Q&A that I filmed in my private Facebook group, which is called Fashion Photography uh, with Olivia Bossert. If you want to join the Facebook group, please come and join. It's completely free. Um, and it's a really nice community of photographers, not all fashion photographers. Some people sort of dabble in fashion or want to learn more about fashion, but I share loads of resources in there all the time and I show up live once in a while and sort of answer questions or go over specific topics. So this is a perfect example of one of the lives. I did a Q&A all about pitching and I also answered a bunch of questions about my Pitching with Confidence course which is on sale now until the 19th of May. So if you would like to join, uh, if you have any questions after listening to this, feel free to send me an email. My email address is info at oliviabossert.com. Um, I'm just going to let you listen to the Q&A and hopefully answer some of your favourite pitching questions. Okay, bye! So... The point of today is that I wanted to answer some sort of frequently asked questions about pitching. Oh, by the way, if you can hear any noise in the background, that is my dog having his dinner. Because <laughs> it's, it's dinner time and he's having his dinner now. So, um, yes. I'm just going to jump straight in. It's a sort of a Q&A style. So at the start, I'm just going to go over like things about pitching, sort of general Q&A stuff about pitching, and then at the end I'm going to cover um, sort of frequently asked questions about the Pitching with Confidence course. So if you have any questions either about pitching or about the course throughout this live, then feel free to ask away and I will answer them as and when they pop up. Uh, so the first question that I always get asked is why is pitching important and I think that pitching is incredibly important because it allows you to take control over your career as a photographer. Uh, what tends to happen that most photographers do is they, and this is what I used to do for like the first 10 years of my career, I would sort of sit there and wait for emails to come to me and people to find me, um, clients to sort of stumble upon me on um, Facebook or Instagram or website or whatever it was, the way they'd find me. Um, but the reality is that that wasn't happening that frequently. People just weren't finding me that often. So pitching is a way for you to take back the control and stop relying on waiting for brands businesses you want to work with to come to you. It's also amazing if you want to go in a new direction with your career. So like, let's say that you, like I was, you're a wedding photographer and you want to start working with brands. Pitching is one of the quickest ways you can do that because you can suddenly approach the brands that you want to work with instead of waiting for them to find you. Um, and I wanted to caveat that by saying that I think fewer people are sending pitch emails than you might think. So a lot of people, I think, get put off pitching because they think that um, a lot of people are pitching as well or like 
the person they're pitching to will get a lot of pitching emails. And while that's not a lie, like these people probably do get some emails, I think they're receiving fewer than you might think they are. So that puts you in an advantage when people aren't pitching as often as you think they are. If you're showing up, you're going to be putting yourself in front of a lot more um, potential clients than you would otherwise. Um, One of the other questions I get asked a lot is, how many people do I email before I hear a yes? That's a really good question because there's no right and wrong like number. I don't think that there's ever been a sort of like, oh, I've emailed 10 people and I'm definitely going to hear back from one of them. It's more like, oh, I've emailed... Sometimes I'll email a person and it'll work and another time I'll email a bunch of people and it like I won't hear back at all. Um, so it's just kind of varies on sort of pitching session to pitching session. Um, however, most times that I send emails out, I will hear back from at least two or three of the people I've emailed in, a, in one like session. Um, how do I keep my emails short and not go into too much detail? Um, that's a question I got asked a few weeks ago by someone, uh, when I put like a sort of pitching Q&A thing on Instagram. Um, and I think the main way that you keep your emails short and sweet and kind of to the point without going into too much detail is practice. Definitely, like, you get better at keeping them short and sweet through time. Um... I reread my pitch emails a couple of times over before I send them and I always end up cutting out sentences. Um, And I think the main thing to do is keep in mind at all times who you're emailing, what you're emailing them for and sort of remind yourself, is this relevant? Is this important to the person I'm emailing? I'm just going to check my dog. One second. What are you doing? He's got a bandage on his foot because he's got a, a cut on his um, upper leg and I'm having to check he's not like trying to pull his bandage off. So apologies for that. Um, how to follow up? That is a question I got asked and that's a very good question to ask. And the reason that is is because I go into a lot of detail in the course about following up because I don't think that it's t- talked about a lot. But without fail every single one of the pitches that I have done successfully has come about thanks to the fact that I have followed up so every single brand that I've ended up working with through a pitch I have followed up with them in some capacity so it's never been like I send one email and then that's it it's always you have to send a a follow-up and then they reply and then that's kind of how it goes but in brief to give you a quick summary of how to follow up. Uh, You wanna wait at least one week. That's always what I recommend. One week between sending your first pitch and then following up. Um, Always attach your first email to the follow up. So like if you pitch them, attach your initial pitch email to your follow up email. The reason I say that is because you don't want people to, you don't wanna assume that someone has seen your first email and keep it short and keep it sweet, very brief, like one sentence, um, I'm just following up on an email I sent to you last week, would love to hear from you soon, that kind of thing. Um, how many times do I pitch per year? That's a really good question. Um, I don't really have a set 
amount like oh I'm gonna pitch myself 10 times a week it's not that cut like straightforward um, I just tend to go and pitch myself to brands a couple times a year and I'll do it in like a big wave and I tend to do it when my photography work is quieter so for example March was really busy so I was doing a lot of pitching throughout April um, and in the run-up to me spending more time in London I will be pitching myself a lot more as well um, so that's kind of the answer to that question is I don't necessarily I'd say I pitch every three months maybe like I'll do a big batch of pitching uh, what sort of brands should you start pitching to when you first start pitching? That's a question I get asked a lot. Um, and it, I think it's quite a personal decision. I went really big <laughs> from the start. I didn't sort of go, okay, I'm going to start with small brands and then work my way up. Um, and I think that it's about pitching to who you're most excited about trying to work with to start with because that will, it will show in your emails and it will give you more motivation to actually do it. Um, that being said, I think that you can kind of mix and match the levels. I don't think you have to be like, right, I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up. I think that, um, especially using the method that I use, you can kind of pitch to all kinds of brands and it will work. Um, so that's the answer to that. How do you get a brand to see the value in your photos that you take and what you have to offer? Uh, that was a question that was asked on Instagram the other day. And the simple answer is by doing a ton of research. Like you need to know the brand that you're pitching to so well that, that you know, by the, by the time you email them, you know for sure that what you're saying to them is gonna be of value to them. I cover that again in tons and tons of information in the course. So if you're at all worrying about that, I'm not going to say take the course because it's, I want to say take the course, but yeah, <laughs> I do go over that a lot in the course. Um, how do you recommend contacting brands that aren't local to you? So I only email. I don't do any phone calls or like any going up to people and pitching in person. Um, everything I do is all via email, purely because I hate phone calls and I hate sort of pitching in person. So I always email people. Um, and that's also what I teach in the course. So I, I don't teach anything about phoning people. I did, I, a few years ago, I did a course about sales and that was heavily focused on using the phone to call people up and and get them to and pitch to them over the phone. And I didn't like that at all. I think I tried it twice or three times and I never did it again. It just did not work out for me. Email has been very successful though, so I do email. Um, a question I get asked all the time, how to start pitching. Um, and I have written a whole e a whole blog post all about getting started with pitching, which is quite in-depth. But in summary, the best way to start pitching is to first make a list of who you want to work for. That's crucial. Without having a proper list of like, okay, I want to work for these brands, you, ha you have nowhere to start. The second point is finding the contact details. 
Um, that blog post I mentioned has got loads of information, but key places to look are on their website, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, Googling. You can find contact details in so many different ways, but those are a quick sort of brief overview. Um, third thing to do is write an email, some kind of draft email, write yourself out an email and then go over it and reread it and tailor it to the person you're emailing. And then the last point is to send it. <laughs> it's as simple as that, but that is a very quick, like, that's how you kind of start. If you do those things, you're onto a winner. What info should you include in your emails? Um, the most important things you need to include in your emails are why you can help them and what you can do to help them. You need to include your website the amount of people I see who send me pitch emails and, and they've, they've not mentioned their website. Make sure you hyperlink your website as well. Like don't leave it to them to copy paste. Make sure it's clickable. Include their name. It's super important that you address people by name. Um, if you don't know their name, try and find it, but you're gonna be far more successful in your pitching if you're pitching directly to a person rather than sort of a blanket email. I've had basically zero success in just pitching myself to a random like info at email. So try and find a specific person. And then the last thing that you definitely want to include in your emails is some kind of next step. So like maybe you want to set up a meeting or you want them to reply to you with some ideas about something, whatever it is, there needs to be some kind of, this is the next step that I want you to take. You want to ask them to take some kind of step. Don't leave them open-ended because they might not know what you want them to do. So make sure that it's clear what you want the person to do. Um, how do you cope with rejection? And I think that's a really good question. I've written some notes down and I think the first point is that you need to be realistic and know that you're not going to be right for everyone. There are definitely going to be people who you pitch to and you won't be the right photographer for them. And that's okay. I think it takes time to get used to that idea, but it's, it's definitely doable. Um, remember that not hearing back may not be a no. It may just be that they're busy. And this is something I think people genuinely forget is that sometimes if you don't hear back from someone, it's not because they're not loving your work or it's not because they are like thinking you're stupid or crap. Sometimes it is as simple as they missed your email or they were out of office that day or they were in a meeting when your email came through and then they had five other emails come through or maybe they read your email and they were going to reply and then they got pulled away from replying to you. These are the real life scenarios that happen. And the reason I know they are is because I used to work in an office. And these are kind of things that happened to me when I was emailing people back. So don't forget that. Sometimes not hearing back doesn't mean no. So I hope that remembers. If you do hear a no... I encourage you to ask for feedback and use that feedback to your advantage because feedback is one of the quickest ways 
that you can go from hearing a no to hearing a yes. People will give you most, you'd be surprised how often people are happy to give incredible critical feedback on how you can improve. So ask for feedback and use that feedback to your advantage. And the last point I want to say on coping with rejection is go back to why you're doing it. Like remind yourself frequently why you're doing the thing that you're doing. Why are you pitching? Is it to work with the brand you really want to work with? Is it to elevate your portfolio? Is it to to take your career to the next level? Why are you doing it? When you remind yourself why you're doing it, it's easier to cope with the rejection. I, I say rejection. I never feel like you should take a no or a not hearing back as a, a rejection of you. It's never a rejection of you as a person. It's not a rejection of your work either. It's a rejection. It's 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 more someone saying, you are not, this work is not right for me. <clears throat> I hope that makes sense. Um, I wanted to point out, if you have any questions at any point throughout this, feel free to ask away. Oh, thanks, Courtney. That's so nice to hear. Thank you. Um, I hope it was helpful. Uh, if anyone has any questions, ask away. I am going to jump in now to talking about Pitching with Confidence, the course. So um, I've been asked over the course of, like, the last two weeks quite a lot of questions over and over so I thought that I would come in the group and answer them here so that anyone who's thinking about taking the course can um, hear the answers to the FAQs so and if you have any questions while I'm talking ask away so is the course just for photographers yes <laughs> it has been written with photographers in mind in theory the strategy can be used by anyone any creative business but at the moment at least it's just for photographers it's written for photographers um one question that keeps coming up is how is the course taught so it's an online course which is taught over four weeks and each week you are given access to a series of lessons they're written so it's all sort of reading there is um only there's a couple videos here and there there's a few downloadable things like pdfs but it's all written lectures which means that you can read them in your own time um if you can't complete the the reading in the week that it comes out that's not a problem because the course is with you for life so you have access to it at, as a sort of lifetime and anything that i update or anything i learn after you've bought the course and after the course has been taken, you can go back and refer to it. So if you sort of, let's say you take the course in, in May and June, but you don't actually do any real pitching until August, you could go back through every single module, reread everything and refer back to it whenever you pitch. Or if you're going to be pitching, you know, four times a year, every time you pitch, you can go back to it. So Basically, the information is yours to keep forever. Anything I add, you get access to. I will never charge you to get more of, you know, from the Pitching with Confidence course. So that's how it's taught. I'm also going to be, oh, so this is the next question. How much contact do we get with you? Um, so that 
how much contact do you have with me throughout the course. So there is a private Facebook group for Pitching with Confidence students. I will be in the Facebook group at least once a day checking, um, you know, any questions, giving advice, giving feedback, um, helping work through lessons, helping with homework, because there is like a tiny bit of, so that there's tasks that you can uh, do week on week. Um, and I'll also be going live, like I'm doing right now, um, at least twice throughout the course to help answer any questions and go over things, cover sort of the last sort of bits and bobs that people have been covering in the course and things like that. <clears throat> if for some reason you need to email me, I'm also open to being emailed throughout the course. So if you have email questions, you can email me and ask questions and that, that was how you can, you can access me. Um, one question I got the other day was how in depth is the course and how much detail is there? I think that that's a subjective question, but I have been told by people who've taken the course before that they have been shocked by how much information there is in the course and how much I give away. I am a firm believer that I have nothing to hide. Like I, everything I know I'm putting into the course, everything I have learned I'm putting into the course. It's, it's very detailed. If you want to see all the different modules there are, um, you can go onto the course's sales page on Teachable. I've added a link to it in the description of the video here. And you can actually see all the modules listed out. If you scroll to the bottom of the page, you can see them all. And you can click, there's like a click more, click to see more, and you can see all the modules. Um, are there many example emails within the course? So yes, I have made sure that I've included a lot of real life example emails of my own, but also I've, some of the students from past, from the past um, cohort have kindly given me emails that they have also sent using the strategy and they've all had results. So all the emails that you can see in the course have been proven to work basically someone's calling me my mum is calling me i will call her back later um so all the emails you see in the course are ones that have worked without fail so yes there are emails that you can literally read and you can see even a few um replies from brands to me personally um so yes, there are example emails. And uh, I, I did answer the last question, but one of the questions is, will I have to call people? <laughs> and no, you won't have to call people. As I said, the course is a email pitching course and not a phone pitching course. So yes, no phoning involved, all email, which is wonderful because it means we can carry on hiding behind our screens. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett, that's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website. It's www.oliviabossert.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library, which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five part free email course. 
um, all about pitching. There's an ebook which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye.